more grateful and anointing upon your life in Jesus' name. Good morning, Good morning. Good morning brothers Good morning. and sisters. Good morning to everyone. I believe we all had a nice rest, and uh, those of us I work, believe your shift is going on well. It is well with us today. Thank the God of heaven will manifest powerfully in our lives. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Pastor Pamela, for the prayer chat. God bless you. Real good. More anointing, more grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's just take this song to worship our God. How excellent is your name. How excellent is your name. How excellent is your name. You are the majestic, majestic, the Lord God of full of majesty. You are the faithful God. You are excellent, O God. We thank you for counting us worthy this morning in the land of the living. Father, we bless your name for counting us worthy even at this prayer altar. Father, we are grateful to you, O God. We appreciate you. And we thank you for that, Lord, for the time we have had so far in your presence. Even at this time, O God, that we are coming to hear your word. Daddy, I pray that you will speak unto us in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning, we will not hear the eloquence of man, O God. But you, God, you will speak from your, from your throne of grace unto every heart, unto every soul. Amen. Father, every one of us today, Lord, will be will minister to O God. Amen. And this message we will hear this morning will, will give us the grace to go on to do exploit for you Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, everlasting Father. Lord, I submit myself under your mighty hands. Take over my mouth, O God. Take over my mind, O God. Take over everything, O God. That I will not speak of my own, O God. 
but of, yeah. of you, God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 We have prayed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 We thank God for this morning. The message this morning. In fact, I, I tried to see if I can change the message. Because I was wondering, is this really what I should say? But, but for the revelation God gave to me this morning, just before coming up, well, I said, Lord, let your will be done. I don't know what he wants to say. I don't know who he wants to speak to. But I know he has spoken to me. And the message is, why the idleness? Why the idleness? I'm reading Matthew 20, verses 1 to 7. Actually, we have the time to read 1 to 16. But I will read 1 to 7 now. For the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder which went out early in the morning to hire laborers into his vineyard. And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatever is right I will give you. And they went their way. Again he went out about the sixth and ninth hour, and sit likewise. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing idle and said unto them, Why stand ye here all the idle? Why the idleness? Why the idleness? In Luke 19 13, and he called his certain servant and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. What is idleness? Idleness could mean laziness. It could mean slothfulness. It could mean shiftlessness. It could mean sluggishness, negligence, slackness, laxity, inactivity, inaction, and unemployment. Idleness means the act of doing nothing or no work. So this is a person who spends his days doing nothing. And the person could be said to be idly passing his days. Idleness is lack of motion or lack of energy. So there is a query of our position or, or, or our role in the marketplace of life. Why the idleness? Why are you not doing anything to the advance to advance the kingdom of God? To better the lives of people around you, to improve your spiritual life, my spiritual life with God, to earn a living. Why are we not doing anything to improve our lives? Why are you not doing anything to qualify your fa to, 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 to give good quality to your family? Why not doing anything to, to, to give quality to your own health, your financial status, your thinking, your thoughts, your relationships, your friendship? Why are you hydro in all these areas? You see, this morning, the revelation God gave to me, because I was trying to see how this message is going to come, what am I going to say? But this morning, it, it took me far away into a very mighty city called Redemption Camp. I believe it's Redemption Camp. But it has various compartments. It has various auditoriums, about four sets of auditoriums from top to the ground floor. And it has so many other places, just like it is, at the, at the moment. But in that, 
there were lots of people doing different things. They were selling, they were buying, they were in the church talking, they were standing everywhere, they were doing everything. There was nothing fellowship going on, but they were just doing different things. And I could hear much activities, but not occupied. Much activities, but they were hiding. And in that revelation, I was running. I said, God, hey, it's time for me to give the message. I'm the one going to give the message. And it's almost 520. I'm the one going to give the message. And I was running. And it was it was real to me as if I was in the physical. To say, hey, I'm missing the message. How will you, what, Who will be taking the message? Maybe Pastor Manuel will be doing it. I was just in that realm. And I was asking. And people were just directing me to different areas. But at a point, I was asked to go through the auditorium from the ground floor to the middle floor, to the third, to the second, to the fourth. And it's like everybody was full of one activity or the other. And all the houses were full, all the roads were full of people buying and selling, doing everything. But I was hard. I, I, I just had it in my ears. No work activities, full of activities, but they were not occupied full of activities, but they were hiding. I don't know what the Lord is trying to say, but I believe God is saying something to us this morning. Many of us, we are full of activities, but we are hiding. Yes, we do school on. Yes, we carry our bag on Sunday, we go for fellowship. Oh yes, I'm in the choir, in the choir, choir. Yes, I'm an usher. Yes, I am the pastor of the church. Yes, I am a manager. I go to my workplace. We are full of activities, but we are still idle. We are not occupied for the Lord. We are not occupied to, 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 to do things that we will we, we bring life into the life of others. So there are many areas in our lives in which we can experience idleness or we can stay idle. So such areas allows its that's when we allow our thoughts and our mental health to be idle. Our mouth can be idle. Our eyes, our legs, our our hands, our mouth, our mind, even our ears and our whole being can be idle. So, so, so many times, many of us capitalize on abundant grace of God and we misuse that abundant grace taking the grace for granted. We refuse to do the needful. This bring, brings us to the place of hydroness. Are you hydro? Am I hydro? That is the question. Maybe someone is saying, how can you say I'm, my mouth is hydro? How can you say my eyes are hydro? Why can you say I'm hydro in my mind? What are the product of hydroness? Hydroness will always cause trouble for one. Like the householder went into that marketplace. We saw those men that were hydro. It might, it, might, it might not be visibly known that they were hydro, but one thing or the other might be happening in that environment that makes him to know that these ones are hydro. And that is why they are doing things that are not convenient. And that is why he was able to spot them out and say, you know what? What are you doing? Well, we don't have anything doing. Maybe they were, maybe they were, they were parting away. Maybe they were stealing. Maybe they were doing things that cannot be named and they say well nobody hired us so if nobody hired us we do whatever we, we want to do so when one is hiding 
you will look into the matters that does not concern you when you are hiding. When one is hiding, you will get involved with those people who are using their mouth to say unhealthy words when you are hiding. When I am hiding, you will try to follow gangs, you follow groups of men, you form cliques with them, cliche or what do they call them, with them. And we find these in the household of faith. There are groups, there are gangs, there are people we want to associate with. These ones are not in our in our in our circle. These ones are in our circle. They will listen to gossip when you are hiding. Your ears are hiding. That's why your ears was able to listen to that gossip. You will join others to destroy people when your mouth is idle. You will use that mouth to do the things that are not convenient. And when your thoughts or your minds are idle, it begins to think negative things. So areas you can be idle, mouth, tongue, lips can be idle. When you don't put your mouth or your tongue or your lips to good use, so that when you find yourself using your mouth or lips, harshly, cursing, abusing, gossip, backbiting, lies, telling lies, slandering people, destroying others. Proverbs 4.24 says, don't bend the truth to, or say things that you know are not right. When you are bending the truth, you are saying the true things that are not right. Then the mouth is idle. When your mouth is meant to be doing different things, something else that will glorify to God. First Peter 3.10 says, if you want to enjoy life, true life, and have only good days, then avoid saying on saying anything hurtful, and never let a lie come out of your mouth. The word is enough for us. Then when you go, we see that the eyes can be idle. When your eyes is not being used for the right thing, it is meant for to see good things and view good things. You find yourself watching pornographic films, looking loosely at women, naked pictures, having the stay look on others, looking down on others, looking at every unpleasant things, the highs can be idle. So when you find your highs into all these areas, then the highs, your highs is idle. Proverbs 4.25 to 27 says, keep your eyes on the path. Look straight ahead. Make sure you are going the right way and nothing will make you fall. If your eyes is looking straight into where you are going, not prognosing into the things of others, not looking side, left, and right. Because when you start looking left and right, that is how we fall into things that we are not meant to fall into. Then do the eyes is right. You say, don't go to the straight or to the left, and you will stay away from evil. So when you start turning here, left and right, the eyes will push one to evil. The hands can be idle. When they are not put to good use, you find yourself dipping your hands into sin, handling those things, those unholy things, writing evil reports about other people, using your hands to, and to hand over others into danger, or to judge, to dig pit or hold for others to fall into, fighting physically, writing evil reports, murdering others with our hands, all these are when the hands are idle. Isaiah 59 3. That's because your hands are covered with blood from the people you murdered. 
you tell lies and say evil things. And when you look at Proverbs 24, 30 to 34, it talks about the field whereby it belongs to a lazy man. A lazy man is someone that is not using his hands to do anything. The vineyard became grown full of weeds because he was lazy. He couldn't use his hands. His hands were idle. Are your hands idle? Are you, you are, are, am I full of activities? Are you full of activities but doing nothing? The God of heaven will help us. Please, I don't know where God wants us to look into, but check what we are hearing now. Let's check it with our lives. Where are we hiding? Are we occupied doing the things of God? Are we occupied supporting the lives of men? Are we occupied engaging in, in, in showing love to others? Are we occupied doing the needful at the right time? Uh, it says your leg or your feet can be idle. When they are in the wrong track, you find yourself walking into those places that are unholy, to the wrong places, into danger, to evil places, to serve other gods, to step on others, to kick others, and to kick the goods of others. Your legs can be called, said to be idle. Isaiah 59, 7, your feet run toward evil. You are always ready to kill innocent people. You think of nothing but evil. Everywhere you go, you cause trouble and ruin. Let's check our lives. If everywhere we go, we are meant, we are known for troublemakers. Our legs have pushed us to go to places that we are not meant to go to. That means the legs are idle. And that's why we don't know where to use them. We just put them to any use. The whole body or the whole being can be idle. When your body is not put to good use, you find yourself oppressing others, lording it over others, even when you know you are on the wrong. When you are wearing those clothes that will not give glory to God, using things that does not affirm the presence of God in your life, tattoos, prostitution, and all others. You might say, ah, we are Christian, we are in the household of faith. Don't be deceived, because our God is not mocked. First Peter 4, 15 says, you may suffer, but don't let it be because you murder, because you steal, or make trouble, or try to control other people's life. If you suffer, don't let it be any of this, that you, have, you try to control other people's life, or you murder or you make trouble with others. Let it be for Christ. And the First Corinthians 6, 19 to 20 says, you should know that your body is a temple of the, of the Holy Spirit that you receive from God, and that lives in you. You don't own yourself. God paid a very high price to make you ease, so honor God with your body. Then your family or your marriage can be idle. When all you experience is hatred for one another in your family or your marriage, you come to family meeting, you fight and beat yourself out. We abuse one another. Then you know that the family or the marriage is idle. When every day is quarrel, when every day is argument, every day is cheating, beating each other, abusing, never honor one another, shouting on each other, antagonizing one another, shows that the marriage or the family is idle. We need to look into it and begin to make amends. 
the divine query of your position, of my position, of your role and my role, your personality and my personality, is why do I do this? Brethren, it is high time for us to come out of our highness. Proverbs 6, 16 to 19. He said, the Lord ate those seven things, these seven things, eyes that show pride, tongues that tell lies, hands that kill innocent people, hearts that plan, plan evil things to do, to do, feet that run to do evil, witnesses in court who tell lies, and anyone who cause family members to fight. All these are the things that the Lord eats. And anyone found in this place is idle. So when the householder met those people at the marketplace, I don't know, maybe what he met them doing, maybe, maybe they were abusing others, they were fighting, or they were raising courses, they were waiting to steal from others, or they were sorrowful, or they were lying or arguing. And then he told them, go into my vineyard. So I will pay you whatever you are entitled to at the end of the day. These are the rewards for every action or activities we are engaging. There are rewards. Many people full of activities, but not occupied. They are very idle. Are you idle? That's a question. Am I idle? Are we occupied? What are we occupied with? Are we doing exactly what we are meant to do? So the question to ask ourselves, why, where are you at the moment? What is idle in your life, in my life? Is our mental health idle? Is our mind idle? What are our thoughts? What about our social life? What is happening in our marriages? What is happening? Is our health idle? What is happening in our career? Do we feel we are idle in other areas of our lives? As a Christian, are you idle? What are you doing for the Lord? Are you spreading the gospel in the area of evangelism? What are you doing in the house of the Lord? Are you one of the choir members? Are you an usher? Are you a children's teacher? Are you a Sunday school teacher? Are you in the finance department? Are you in the technical team? Are you in the welfare team? Are you in the prayer team? Are you in the drama team? Are you in the sanctuary cleaners? Are you among the musical instrument team? Check yourself. Why are you standing high though? What about your mouth? What about your eyes? What about your nose? What about your hands? What about your legs? Are they idle? We need to put them to good use. Our family, our own life, our relationships, are they idle? <laughs> the Lord is calling us now to go into his vineyard, to go to the feet of the cross, to come to the altar of transformation so that he can equip us with the power and the grace we need to transform us into that person he wants us to be, so that you, what, to give us all that we need to enhance the lives of others, to la enhance our own lives, to enhance our family, to enhance the ministry. Your total commitment to God, my total commitment to God, to yourself, to others, we aid your effectiveness your efficiency and your achievement in all areas of life. I'll repeat, your total commitment to God, total commitment to yourself, and total commitment to others will aid your effectiveness, efficiency, and achievement in all areas of life. Brethren, the Lord is calling us 
into the vineyard of prayer. He's calling us into the vineyard of holiness. He's calling us into the vineyard of power, where you can be strengthened to become an instrument of honor in his hands and be in his presence always. He's calling us to, the, to his presence and to fill us so that we will not be idle again. He's calling us to give us the, the power to go forth and occupy for him. There is need for you to be filled with the power of God so you can become an effective and efficient instrument in his hands. Brethren, we need the abundant grace of the Lord to be effective instruments because we have all been given a measure of faith. As in Ephesians 4, 7, but unto every one of us is given according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Second Peter 3, 18 says, But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, to be to him be glory now and forever. So we need to grow in that grace. We need to grow in grace. First Peter 4 10. As every man had received the gift, even so ministered the same one to another, as stewards of the manifold grace of God. That grace is there, sufficient for us to make us to be occupied for Him and never to be idle. We need the grace of God to make use of every aspect of our lives to his glory. Hebrews 4, 16, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help. In time. 2 Timothy 2, 15, do your best to be kind, to be the kind of person God we accept, and give yourself to him. Be a worker who has no reason to be ashamed of his work. One who applies the true teaching in the right way. Stay away from people who talk about useless things that are not from God. That kind of talk will lead a person more and more against God. Brethren, let's check our lives. Are there areas where we are experiencing idleness? The master of the household is calling on you and myself now. He's ready to hire us so that we can be safe and he can bring us out of the trouble or problems that idleness might have brought into our lives or might have created in our lives, in our family, in our ministry, in our business, in our jobs. The God of heaven is calling upon us. For you to get out of your idleness, we need the Lord Jesus in our lives. We need him. We need his abundant and extraordinary grace. We need his presence. As he said in Luke 19, 13, occupy till I come. We only need him to be able to occupy for him. Brethren, we need to occupy till he comes. Let us not allow the abundant grace that he purchased for us with the shed blood on the cross of Calvary to be in vain. We have to surrender to our, our will, our passion, and our pride to him so that we can be in the position he wants us to be, being filled and fully engaged and active in the vineyard through our various services to him and to humanity. So to get out of idleness, we need that abundant grace. Our eyes should begin to see good things of life and goodness in the life of others. As in Matthew 13, 16. Our mouths, our tongues, our lips should begin to speak the words of grace to others and to bless them and to praise God and to preach the gospel. 
then they are put to good use. As in Proverbs 8, 7 to 8. And also Ephesians 4, 29. It says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. And Colossians 4, 6. Say, let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer every man. Your mind, my heart, your thoughts, mind, heart, and thoughts need to glorify God. Begin to think right. Begin to think positive about others and about the things around us. Philippians 4, 18. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are pure. Think on these things. If there be any virtue, let's think about those things. Whatever we are thinking about should be pure. It should be lovely. It should be good. It should be of a good report. Then that is when we see our minds are occupied. Our hands can be occupied to lead and to lift others to the place of greatness and to place our hands to do good works, to lift others, to bless others, and to bless the Lord as like Acts 20, 34 to 35. In, in Psalm 134, 2, it says, Lift your hands towards the temple and praise the Lord. Our ears can be put to good use by listening to good news, listening to good advice, and listening to, listening to good things about others, not seeking to slander or to listen to slandering words about others. Our legs and our feet can be put to good use to walk to the place of honor, glory, and greatness, walking in holiness and righteousness. As in Ephesians 6.15, on your feet, we are the good news of peace to help you stand strong. And our whole body or our whole being can bring honor to God when we ensure that we wear clothes that will show the glory of God on our body. As in 1 Corinthians 6.18-20, and our families too, and our marriages can experience uh, newness. And also we can be of good peace when we begin to experience peace and harmony of God, love and sweetness in our homes. So, in conclusion, 2 Timothy 2, 22 24, he says, stay away from the evil things a young person like you typically wants to do. Do your best to live right and to have faith, love and peace, together with others who trust in the Lord with pure heart. Stay away from foolish and stupid arguments. You know that these arguments grow into bigger arguments. If one is idle, you will enjoy arguments. As a servant of the law, you must not argue. Are you still standing in the place of argument? Let's turn away. You must be kind to everyone. You must be a good teacher. And you must be patient. Yes, the world is turning to something else. Yes, there is wickedness in the world. But we can still walk in the way of the Lord. You must be kind to everyone. Do your kindness and go away. The Lord is going to reward that. And the Lord will help every one of us in Jesus' name. Amen. And I will read Colossians 3, 12 to 15. God has chosen you and made you his holy people. He loves you. So your new life should be like this. Show mercy to others. Be kind 
That is showing that you are not hiding. Be kind, humble, gentle, and patient. Don't be angry with each other, but forgive each other. If you feel someone has wronged you, wronged you, forgive them. Forgive others because the Lord forgave you. Don't say until Jesus come, because it can come early in the morning tomorrow. Together with these things, the most important part of your new life is to love each other. Love is what holds everything together in perfect unity. Let the peace that Christ gives control your thinking. It is for peace that you were chosen to be together in one body and always be thankful. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in our hearts in Jesus' name. Reverend, check our lives. Are we hide? Even as we go into the place of prayer, we want to pray and say, Oh Lord, take me out of hiding and take hiding out of me. In any area where I've been hiding, in any thing that is idle in my life, Father, take me out of hiding and take hiding out, out of me. Take me out of hiding and take hiding out of me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, in any way, I am idle. Oh, my children and my mother have been idle, Father. Please take us out of it in the name of Jesus. Father, please take me out of idleness. Take idleness out of me in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, let I do not have a place in my life and in my family. Let I do not have a place in the lives of my children and my husband. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, God, in the name we have prayed. Amen. I say, Father, wherever I have exhibited idleness in my life, please let your mercy avail for me. We are I have exhibited idleness. My mouth is Whatever is used to tie my life to hiding Rectify my life so I may be pleasing to you. Lord, rectify my life so I may be pleasing to you. In that name, rectify my hope, rectify my family, so we might be pleasing to you. In that name, rectify my life so I may be pleasing to you. In that name, rectify my life so I may be pleasing to you. To pray and say, Oh Lord, let my eyes always see good things. And Father, do great things before my eyes so that I may see. Father,
Please help me to bridle my tongue and don't let me say bad things. Father, <laughs> Wash my hands clean in innocence with your blood. Wash my hands clean in innocence. Wash my hands clean in innocence with your blood. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray to God wash my hands in innocence. In the mighty name of Jesus. wash my hands in innocence. Amen. Close my ears to every negative words. Close my ears to every negative words. Let my ears always hear your words. My ears to negative words. My ears to negative words. My ears to negative information. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let my ears hear your words. My ears hear your words. In the mighty name of Jesus. To always go in the right direction. Order my Please don't let sin control me. Give me the grace to always overcome sin. Father, please don't let sin control me. do not Amen. 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 Thank you, sir.